a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Stan, you know, we talk about getting fit. We talk about fitness. We talk about, you know, um, nutrition. I mean, that's what this podcast is. But, you know, when it comes to getting and staying fit, sometimes our opinion isn't enough. And that's why you can use some help from learning some new techniques and getting motivated from somebody else. And I think that's Brock Armstrong, right? Yeah, it is, man. Listen, we know that if you're listening right now, you listen to podcasts. You know what podcasts are. You're interested in fitness. Maybe you're tired of hearing Eugene and me. I don't blame you. I mean, I'm done with us. I'm done with Stanger. (laughs) I'm I'm done with Eugene. (laughs) Yeah. But if so, if you feel the same way, which you probably do, you got to check out this guy, Brock Armstrong. He uses uh, easy to understand explanations and scientific evidence to help you move through the world with ease and enjoyment. Yeah, and, that, and that's through his podcast, which is the Get Fit Guy podcast. It's really fun. He covers practical topics like training for a 5K or making the most of your recovery days or, you know, trying some of the new fitness trends. Right. And he's into uh, teaching you how to uh, sleep better um, and uh, create create a top-notch home gym. That's something that's been coming up a lot on yeah. our show. So that could be a good resource for you guys. Yeah. So whether you want to begin an exercise routine and you don't know where to start, or you've been working out for a while and you want to shake it up, Brock's tips will help you reach the goals uh, that you need and that you want. So why not try it out? Check it out, guys. Listen to new episodes every Tuesday. Just search for Get Fit Guy wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Like wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, I mean, you you can't be that sick of us, right? But no. Check out Brock. Armstrong as well. If you're not sick of us, that's good because the new episode is just about to start. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind, we're not doctors, never claim to be. Nope, just a couple of dumbbells, love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And to help you right now. Here we are. Right now. You know, this is episode 10 of the quarantine version. Over two months. Over two months. 10 weeks. (laughs) I love love the quick math I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's basically two and a half months. And we're looking at basically two and a half months. We're basically... You have to be a wizard yeah. to know the exact amount of months, <laughs> but uh, we're not, neither of us are wizards, but you know, two and a half months, babies. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's intense. It's unbelievable. It's, it's intense. Un- I think it's almost unfair. <laughs> this quarantine? Think? Yeah. I think the quarantine is unfair. I think that's fair. I think is it's fair to say. I think it's fair to say it's unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, though. Yeah, do. I think it's fair to say that the pod that the quarantine is unfair to us. Yeah, I think it's fair. As, as human beings, as dads, as humans, as human beings, as dads, as human beings. Yeah, it's dads. as dads. Uh-huh. Listen, it's uh I'm going through all kinds of different feelings and I'm faring much better than most. And so I'm so lucky and that's completely acknowledged. That being said, you you can only, I can only speak with authority to my own circumstances and how I personally feel. 
And I will find that, you know, I go through like, okay, I'm managing and this is okay to where like, what the fuck, dude, I'm fucking done with this shit to, okay, we're doing okay again to, I, yeah, I have no idea. This is, you know, and then I think that it was especially troubling not to be too much of a downer, but we talked in LA about how they're looking at, you know, potentially through uh, July to August. Yeah. Even if that's not the case, I think what people are reconciling with is that it's not a magic reopen. The opens Mm -hmm. slow and, and frustrating because it's not like the crit, you just, Hey, yeah. go to the market, take your mask off, rock and roll. It's like, nope, it's no. still social distance. It's still slow. It's still a limited rollout. And the, and the limited rollout is the thing I think that's affecting us the most is because not only is it limited to California, but then even California is limited to LA County. And LA, so yeah. yeah. We're going to get it very last. So even if they start opening up stuff in California, like up in wherever. Yeah. Um, Truckee. Yeah. Truckee town and what, and, um, and, uh, you know, grassland California here, it's going to take forever. You know what? There's, there is a real Truckee and there's also a a grass Valley and they're kind of in similar (laughs) proximity (laughs) (laughs) and they're going to be opened up way before us. Yeah. Hey, we've been you know? open for three months already. Yeah, yeah. LA, hell, LA still getting hell. S- hell. We we never closed. We, we never closed. Hell, we never closed. Uh, you know, LA is going to be a slower roll. I mean, we're still having our numbers tick up a little bit here. They're trying to yeah. get that to calm down. Yeah, I mean, listen, hey, we're in it, you know, and uh, I've go, I'm going through varying degrees of uh, acceptance and frustration. Sure, and, uh, you know. <laughs> challenges. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. And we're where we are. And, uh, and, and both of us are very lucky because very lucky we're, we're in a situation where we can be with our families. And so far for the most part, most people are safe and healthy and that's good. So, you know, it's, it's like a lot of, you know, us talking about the fact, you know, and we even talked about it with our guest today of how like we're stressed out that we're not working out every single day. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's a problem that, you know, some people are, are having a hard time making ends meet. Some people are having a hard time feeding their families. And I, again, I understand no. that I am in a very fortunate place to um, not be focused on that and be focused on my activity level staying high. Yeah. But that being said, your challenges are your challenges. And so it's certainly, it certainly is a luxury for us to, that that's a big burden. That's a, that that's a big stress point is like, I'm going to work out more. What a luxury. That being said, I do want to be working out more. Yeah. Um, I'm doing all right. You doing all right still? I'm, I'm, um, I've had to switch it up because my, my overly available um, workout um, facility is n- not That's right. Not available. In yeah. some, you had to get some emergency work done on the house with the hot water situation. Yeah, yeah. So pregnant wife, little boy, you got to have that hot water going in that house. That's a uh, that's a must have deal. So the the garage workout place has been out of commission for a while. Yeah, 
almost uh, we're we're going on to the third week just because now we're dealing with the fact that um you know uh with this uh it takes a little bit longer for you to get the right you know um uh like the permits and for you know everybody to come out and do the work so it's tough yeah tricky tricky yeah so, tricky, tricky, sticky, sticky. It's like sticky, sticky, tricky, tricky almost. You know what I mean? For a lot of it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm trying, you know, I'm doing a lot more body weight stuff. I still have my adjustable dumbbells. So I'm doing a lot of straight, uh, you know, dumbbells and body weight things. And, um, and uh, you know, one thing that I, I am overly focused on that I haven't been in a while is, a, is like flexibility and, um, recovery and, and like just oh, making good. sure that I'm doing flexibility stuff at the end of my workouts and to start my workouts, like dynamic warmups and like taking my time with those and like, you know, and then I'm hitting my core a lot more and oh, that's nice. rough. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not yeah. as, it's not as fun to exercise. It, no. Hitting your core is the unfun part of exercise. Cause you don't really get a pump or anything. It's not like you're like, Oh man, pushing some serious weight with these planks or whatever, you know, it's just like, and again, huh. it's the last thing you'll see, you yeah. know, where it's yeah. like you, if you do them, if you max out on pushups, you stand up and it's like, all of a sudden you have this pump, you can feel it. Even if you like, it's not like I do a bunch of sit-ups and I feel like I'm going to vomit. I don't like lift yeah. my shirt up and go like, look at my six pack. Yeah. It's not there. Yeah. You don't get endorphins from it. Yeah. It's, no, uh, no. yeah. And you got to shed that COVID-19 before it's really showing up, you know? Yeah. Listen, I don't know. I mean, the, the uh, a thing that I've done or I, that I've been focused on is I haven't jumped on a scale since we started, since this started. Yeah. Uh, just because that I think would, um, I don't know how I'd feel about it. So I just, have stayed away from it. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I'm, I'm scared too. I don't even want to see. You think you put on some LBs? I, I, know I, did. I, I but you know, my every, clothes and everything are fitting, are, are fitting. Okay. Like all that's fine. Yeah. So nothing too major, but I could, I'm mm-hmm. just, I just feel maxed out, like just really well fed. And I like to be yeah. a little bit more on the kind of rangier lean side I just feel sure. a, a little healthier and I move a little better when I am. I just feel like yeah. I'm, I'm maxed out and that's especially frustrating because it's not like I'm pushing any serious weight. So it's not like I'm, I'm right. using it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've definitely am not on creatine. I mean, I'm not, cause it's like, I'm not doing anything heavy, so I don't feel like I need it. And I don't know if that's smart or dumb, but I feel like when I, when this is all over, I think I'm going to be excited to kind of like start a strength cycle at a gym, you know? So I think that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, but you know, here we are, you know, 10 weeks into this, uh, on the podcast at least. And, um, you know, really focused on it and doing it this way. And, and we had a great guest this week, uh, that, uh, we're going to plug into with, uh, the bell babies out there, um, where we talked about accepting yourself at at this time. Um, uh, 
And I, I think she was fantastic. Ryan, you know her, Angela. Yeah. So our guest today is Angela Golner, uh, co-creator of Binge the Series, and right. uh, really smart, really talented um, actor, artist, performer who had a, a, a long challenging battle with an eating disorder. She was hospitalized for it for treatment. And, uh, wow. this, this show that I, I got to know her because I acted in this show with her that she created. And that's, that's inspired by ish loosely based on her own struggles with it. Um, but because she's just, she's a thinker and, you know, interested in her own safety and other people's and her own recovery, she's just become this great resource on really practical advice about all different kinds of eating disorders and self-acceptance and yeah. in a, in a very non annoying or kumbaya kind of way, really, oh, man. really I mean, sensible, practical advice. And, and she's just got a great take on it all. So that's, she's done I, this um, before when Eugene yes, was shooting. I love that episode. Um, I love the episode she was on before and I loved listening to it. And I was really hoping that I'd be able to jump in and, and uh, when she came back, and I'm happy that she was able to join us for this episode because the way she talks about stuff and the way that it's like just um, so relatable and, uh, yeah. you know, just made me feel better about, you know, where I am and how I'm feeling. And, you know, um, and I, I hope the, the same will be for everybody out there who's listening to this because it's, you know, it's important not only mentally, but just like to be, you know, I, I just like the way that she said you know, if, if your if your shape changes, that's just what your shape is dealing with right now, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah, um, and that's just awesome to just hear. I don't know, just hear an opinion that is just positive to life, and and you know, dealing with the way that that we're dealing with things right now. That there's you know, there's no wrong way to do this because this is there's not something that we're used to. There's also no wrong way to eat a Reese's, but <laughs> I no, also, there is no wrong way to eat a Reese's, right? Not, no, no, no. But you I think just push it from the middle and you yeah, push your finger through the middle and yeah, eat that's, that way. That's, that's the, the way right you way. do it. How does he do not it? The wrong way, but that's the right way. That's the right way. R I G H D. Up through the yeah. middle. I was going to say that uh, I think that there there may be some people, you know, because they're they're at home, and we talk about it a lot. You guys will hear that don't have a schedule that do have a lot more available food to them that maybe haven't even broached the subject of thinking they have an eating disorder or haven't had to face anything or any kind of triggers. And so I think having somebody like Angela, who's given this subject a lot of thought and especially now because she's obviously dealing with being socially distanced and self quarantining too. So she's thought yeah. about it on those levels. And so she, she offers some kind of sage practical advice for people that have, you know, been dealing with this their whole life, but then also people that maybe even haven't, haven't had to think about it before and are, right. are not sure what they're up against. So people should, uh, stay tuned, take a listen to that. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we'll be back at the end. Hey, Bell Babies, are you paying more money in interest than you need to on your credit cards? I mean, you can refinance your debt today with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. You got to do it, guys. I tell you what, Eugene and I, we've been, we've been at home. We've been hanging with our families. We've been going over finances. And if you've got multiple credit cards with multiple loans going, roll them suckers up all into one. Yeah, put it in one easy payment. And why yep. not do that with Lightstream? 
Yeah. You can quickly roll balances from those multiple cards we're talking about, that one payment. Get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay, and that's much lower than the national average credit card rate of over 19% APR. That's high. That That's national average high. is too, way too high. If you're paying 90% it's too, or, or higher, yeah. you're overdoing it. Yeah, so you might as well try to get it through them. Plus, there's absolutely no feed. The application is quick and easy and 100% online. And you can even get your money as soon as the day that you apply. Right. So get on it. Check it out. If it's lower than what you're paying now, it makes sense. Lightstream believes that good people... With, uh, with good credit, deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. So apply today for a special interest rate discount and save even more. And the only way that you can do that is going to lightstream.com slash dumbbells. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash dumbbells. This is subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.50 auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash dumbbells for more information. Yeah. So here we are live on YouTube with our guest for this week's episode of The Dumbbells, Angela Gullner. What's up? Hey, hey. See, I wasn't able to be here for your first... Um, episode with us. Yeah, that's right. It was just Ryan and I. It was just Ryan. So, it, like, mm-hmm. it really, you were great, but it really dragged yeah. along when it a came lot to of, yeah. hosting. Yeah. Angela did a lot of heavy lifting that I know. Episode. I didn't want to say anything, but yeah. thank God it's not just him this time. I know. Gosh. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. Nobody's more relieved than me, uh, me. just to, to not have to fly, fly yeah. solo with a great <laughs> guest like Angela. Uh, yeah. Angela and I know each other well to bring people up to speed. We uh, we were in a show that Angela created mm-hmm. um, uh, called Binge um, yes. that, that that deals the show deals with eating disorders. It's a fictional show that you created like a half hour pilot for exactly um, that we yeah. put out online and people really people really responded to it. And it's yeah, is it, it's available to watch online. Yeah, now. it's it's on YouTube. Yeah, and you Great. can see Ryan as a uh, sexy, shady therapist. Great. <laughs> elicits a lot of uncomfortable feelings. Yeah, Eugene, I jerk off uh, on film. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean <laughs> yeah. on other than on the show? Every time you're you talk about <laughs> no <I'm laughs> not, football. Yeah, no, I'm not metaphorically jerking uh-huh, myself uh-huh. up. No, I am literally. No, it's, it's, it's wild. So the show is all kinds of flawed, real people going through shit and yeah, and nobody's inherently good and nobody's inherently bad. It's just, people are just people on it. And so, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's available on YouTube to watch. Yeah. And then, oh, no, please go ahead. Oh, and then I was just saying we, and then, and then we're, we're, we're back up again doing a mini series that Ryan is also in. Um, that is looking specifically at eating disorders and COVID and how wow. yes. the situation that we're in right now is exacerbating these illnesses for a lot of people. And I think yeah. people who never dealt with food or body stuff before are finding themselves like this quarantine is like triggering a lot of feelings. Like, oh, like tr- if they didn't have issues before this, like this is creating some issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, I, yeah, a lot of therapists are seeing a big uptick in in the amount of people who are struggling. 
So this is great. This is great that you're on because it's every episode that we've done. We've kind once we got once we were kind of in uh, safer at home for L.A. Eugene and I started recording these remotely. Yeah. So we've been going as long as it's been it's been in order for L.A. since like the thirteenth or something. I don't know. Yeah. But any anyway, we opened it up to questions, and without a doubt, it's people you know on all different spectrums of you know, eating disorders or not mental illness or not are all struggling with, look, I am at home trapped with all this food. Like what the hell yeah. do I do? Yeah. Yeah. And so we, you know, just through our own way of kind of tried to, you know, and, and even people that have come on the show have, you know, given some tips or maybe shared in some of their frustrations, but yeah, there's no real one size fits all for everybody. No. But it, it, it is a challenge. And I, I would imagine particularly for people that, you know, that are, that have an eating disorder or have a tendency to want to binge. Sure. Because you can't, you can't, you know, just keep your cupboards bare. It's like, you gotta, you gotta have food to eat or to live. Yeah. And especially if you're a type of person who is a social person to be isolated by themselves for so long, like the comfort of food or alcohol or whatever the, you know, substances or trying to find something that can connect you to some kind of feeling other than being by yourself is what, you know, is, um, is driving people to, to feel like they're in a, uh, a place that they're, they've never been in before, you know? Yeah. Boredom is a really powerful, scary Ooh. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so is lack of structure. It's really, really hard. Yeah. yeah those, two, those two. T- yeah. 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 Tuesday. Today's Tuesday, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. You just got to like invent. You got to invent shit. Like I'm just inventing structure for myself. And, yeah. But yeah. it doesn't feel real because it's like I'm in charge of it. I have yeah. no authority in my own life. I know. Right. And it's hard, you know, and I think because like there's so much we're not in control of and there's so much noise and so much anxiety that focusing on like food and shape becomes a really seductive thing to look at because that's something you you can actually control at least for a little bit and like right. do things and see results, which for most people ends up being fine. But for those who are predisposed to eating disorders or to sort of black and white thinking or sort of any kind of addictive mentality, it can easily cross the line into being something that's self-harm and tough to get out of. Right. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, that's, that's well put. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've been trying to express that for this whole time we've been doing this show. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, people like, people like to eat. Yeah. But yeah, people but, get like, it's like people get sad, you know, and then, uh, and then other people are like, Oh, it's, it's a, uh, what is it? Tuesday. And then like, other people are like, uh, hey, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, there's the fridge. But like nobody yeah. knows what day it is, and yeah. like everybody like eating all the time. Yeah, oh, and you know, absolutely. I would say, I would say to to you guys, it's okay to eat like for comfort. Like that's a thing, and that's like what's been kind of chal- I think challenging for a lot of people to sort of navigate is that like there is a certain amount of like eating for comfort that is okay, and like is part of like the nature of food. Like physiologically, when we eat, our anxiety levels go down, which is why food can become addictive because it's like this thing that, like, yeah. you know, like when we're digesting, all of our energy goes to our gut. Oh, and that's so there's less kind of of this sort of like chaos happening. Yeah. So it, it can be really calming, but like that line between. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a slippery slope. I right. Wish, I, I wish we were more like snakes where you could still see the yeah. thing they ate for a while until it's fully digested. So that yeah, you just can like my it. breakfast burrito yeah. is like just slowly moving so down So then if body. you're like, you can be like, oh man, I'm still hungry. It's like, no, look down yeah. on the rest of your snake. And yeah. there's, you could still see that it's a full rabbit. Like yeah. you should, it's not even to the point where it's turning into other things. That's an interesting wish to have, Eugene. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you could see a lot of people want to, f- a lot of people want to fly or, you know, maybe be able to breathe underwater, but you want to uh, be yeah. able your to food digest. see your food I want, digest. I want Bro. you like to see it in my throat, like the sandwich that I ate. And I, okay. yeah, like a cartoon character, like, and I want to eat it whole. So then it like, is like an accordion. We right know it. And, yeah. We yeah. know it. Yeah. Oh God. Where's that? Where's that genie? uh so angela you're you're uh public with your challenges and struggling with um having an eating disorder and and being being hospitalized at a certain point Mm -hmm. um what so let let's take it back like say you were at the at the worst with your condition yeah what what challenges would this present to you right now yeah like What, what we're going through Oh my God, dude. I can't. <laughs> can I swear? Yeah, of yes. course. Yeah. Okay. Of like, course. It's me. It's me on here. This is where I like have so much com- compassion because like when I really hit rock, rock bottom for me, I didn't know how to eat. Like I honestly didn't know. I just didn't. I was so out of touch with my own hunger cues and my body chemistry was so fucked up. My brain was all twisted in knots that I like, you say, okay, just start, just start with three meals a day. I don't even know what meal one, like I had no idea portions. I didn't know any of it. So for me, I like had to go to, I like had to go to like elementary school again and like learn, okay, this is what a plate looks like. And this is what a serving size looks like. And it was a lot of really like by the books. Like I was like 27. I was like, wow, I'm a, I'm an adult woman and I'm learning like put this amount of chicken over here. You know, it's like a lesson you would teach a child, but yeah. I was so disconnected with it that I really needed to like have very structured meal plans for myself for like a couple of months in order to like re to get my body's cues back in line because having it like any sort of restriction or binging or purging or any of that messes with our, our bodies want are so resilient and so powerful and they fight to keep us where we want to be like shape and weight wise and the eating disorder behaviors pull us so far out of our natural rhythm that like our hunger cues break, the idea of eating intuitively like can't work for a little while until you get all of those things in order for yourself. So I feel like at this time, like folks who are struggling, like finding a nutritionist and like finding some sort of meal plan just to like start regulating, yeah. getting your brain back online it's like baseline. Yeah, I, that's that's interesting because you think about okay, your instruments are all fucked up, yeah. so so you don't you don't even know what should feel right. Uh, like you mentioned before, intuitive eating. So yeah. then it's like you have to have somebody say that you can trust that that you believe in, like a good third party, not like a judgmental parent 
or spouse yeah, yeah, no, or whatever. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. So it's involving like that third party, just say, Hey, this is what a normal meal should look like. And yeah. this, these are the food groups you should represent. So even when you do this and it feels wrong to you, just trust just that trust I got it. your back here. Like I yeah. know what I'm talking about. And I think you're really right. Like it, for it to be a parent or a spouse or anything like that is such a loaded relationship that that's going to muck up those shit. lines. It's going to cause shit. That's yeah. I, the last thing I want would my boy would be my boyfriend to tell me what to put on my plate. No. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Don't you yeah. fucking tell, tell me you how me to what eat. To do. I'm a grown yeah. up, but not really. Yeah. 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 Tricky, tricky shit, man. Tricky, yeah. tricky shit. But you know, lots of people struggle with it and there's like a huge spectrum, you know, it's not just like full blown bulimia, perfect relationship with food. Right. It's like, I think most people go like this throughout their lives. Like as our bodies change, like women, especially going through pregnancy and then menopause, there's so much change that happens. And like our relationship with our bodies and like what they need is constantly shifting. So. Right. I, I think yeah. we, you know, we've, we've talked about it on the show before, but I think it warrants mentioning again that, um, that more than ever, uh, all different types of people are dealing with some level of like an eating disorder. And it's really, you know, unfortunately we have the decks stacked against us in the sense that our, our food environment is so wild. Well, for one, like whatever, like media influence that we're getting, there's, tons of papers and think pieces written on that, but our food environment is really messed up, you know, to where we have like this food marketed directly towards us 24 hours a day. It's available to us 24 hours a day. And you have your kind of natural biology telling you to eat as much calorie rich food as you can. That's available to you 24 hours a day. And then on top of that, you have food scientists and chemists that design food that is hyper palatable, that makes you want to eat it. 24 hours a day. So if you're, if you're finding that you're having a hard time resisting or saying no, it's not your fault. I mean, it's really stacked against you. Yeah. So we're having to create, you know, there's psychology and all these like different, you know, minds kind of getting together to help us uh, develop these tools to combat some of the stuff that we're up against, you know, and that's, that's minus anything else you have going on with your own kind of personal brain chemistry too. That's just literally, if yeah. you take like a quote unquote healthy mind and, you know, have it try to survive in this current situation that we're in food. Yeah. Environment wise. And then you add on to that, like not to get too dark. I mean, I guess we're already there, but get food deserts, <laughs> like, you know, food deserts and socioeconomic status yeah, and, and what food scarcity, especially in childhood does to the brain. And that's in, and the, um, the way it, if you, you know, like if, if your family couldn't afford enough food to put on the table as a kid, you, you, you get instilled with this shortage mentality. So every time you're presented with food, you, you, you want to, you want to hoard it and you want to keep it because you don't know when it's coming next. Mm -hmm. And right now having to kind of hoard food because there's actual scarcity and there's a lot of fear of scarcity for anyone who grew up where food was inconsistent as a child, it's super triggering that I, I'm not, I'm not going to have enough. I'm not going to have enough. And that can just, Ooh. Holy shit. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Christ. You probably can't solve it today. I don't no, know. Maybe, right. But, but you know, not. like the good thing is, is that it, at least like shining a light on it so that everybody who is, you know, um, having issues or feeling like, you know, a little bit, 
you know, um, upset with themselves or beating themselves up about the fact that they've given themselves some treats or, you know, have this. And they're like, oh, I used to have so much self-control. It's like, well, we're also in a situation where it's extra, extra, extra tough. And, um, you know, yeah. And everybody's baking sourdough bread all the time. Everybody is. Yes. It's everywhere. (laughs) Well, there's fucking, you know, I mean, your window, you know, there's the other thing about this that, um, I, I think is also affecting people's eating habits and, and just like mentality of food is, you know, like you can, you can focus on clean eating. You can focus on, you know, um, eating for fitness or, you know, making sure that you're, you're taking the right stuff in. But when you're, you know, like when you call something like a cheat or whatever, or you like minimize your, your food to a certain extent, if you call certain foods, um, like cheat meals, then you look at it as a, at, at it as like a trophy. It's like a thing that you can't have. And that like, you know, and then you, you start craving it more because you can't have it. And what's ending up happening is because you're buying all this food that you need to have in your home or that you're trying to not hoard, but just like have so that you are eating correctly. You know, you might go to the grocery store and, you know, just get your proteins and just get your, your greens and make sure that you have the food that, you know, is going to be good nutritionally for you. But then all you're doing is you're at home. So then you're watching TV or you're on your phone and you're looking at Instagram and people are baking their breads and people are, you know, saying, Oh man, I I wish I could go to this restaurant. And you're thinking in your head, Oh, I wish I could go to that restaurant or make that food or go to that place or just get that kind of takeout. So then the, you know, grass is greener mentality is all you're thinking about. So then the food that you do have, you hate because yeah. it's not the food that you could have if this wasn't going on, even yeah. though if this wasn't going on, you probably wouldn't eat that food, but it's just because, you know, the structure of life right now, you're like, Oh man, I just, I need to, you know, like the fact that soup plantation closed down, oh. you know? Um, right. and, <laughs> yeah. And thinking of any of these kind of like Vegas, like buffets right now or whatever, it's just like, it's not like I'm like, man, every day I'm not, man, I need to go to a buffet. But now that they're gone, you go like, fuck, man, I got to hit that buffet. buffet up. <laughs> R.I.P. Buffet. R.I.P. Buffet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you're like so right. And like anytime we label a food as good or bad, we give it power when yeah. really... And really, it's just like a tool. I mean, it should be enjoyable sometimes. Not every sure. meal has to be like the, an emotional experience. But like when you when you say, oh, that's a cheater. Oh, I can only have that. This, that. It's just a food. It, it shouldn't have that much power. When you give it power, that's when you start that like cycle of deprivation and binging. Mm-hmm. And it starts to feel like like a drug. Like it's, it's yeah. got control. It's like getting in your brain. I try not to pay any attention to my son because I don't want him to have any power. Yeah, that's great. It's really that's good, right? That's really good parenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Walk yeah, right so. by them. Yeah, walk yeah. right by them. Yeah, just just withhold, withhold, withhold. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll be that's smart. that's safe for him. Yeah, yeah that's I mean that's 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 what gave me my my eating <laughs> <Good. disorder. laughs> Just kidding, my mom's great. <laughs> be like oh, what? Yeah, right. what did I do? <laughs> oh yeah, I love but, I love that both parts of that statement. I don't want my son to have any power. So I ignore him. 
It's wild, dude. It's <laughs> like be, a fucking that's Greek insane. tragedy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once you give any power to food, good or bad, then you're like, you know. Yeah, yeah these fuckers it, out there sourdoughing it. Sourdoughing it. Have you guys tried to make sourdough? No. No. Nah. This no. seems like a lot. They're they're doing that. They get the little ball and they have to keep twisting that thing around. Yeah. The fact it's that it's impossible ha- to find yeast anywhere, and then you got to yeah. find a starter. Yeah, no. the fact that there has to be a starter means that it's like, oh, you just can't make it. Forget it. I mean, yeah, I'm still trying to make it as an actor. I think I have a better shot of that than actually pulling off a successful loaf of sourdough. It seems I'll be like honest. you're asking for a reason to feel like a failure. Yeah, yeah. like I don't need any more. Yeah. yeah. You need you need an acting starter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a better shot with that because <laughs> they'll get it'll look perfect, and then they cut it open, and they'll say there's not enough bubbles in it or something. Sure, yeah. And I'm just like, it looks good, man. I'll eat that shit, and it'll just be a rock. It's and it, you rock. have to like keep it alive, right? Yeah, yeah you got to keep your st- that that starter alive. I don't know. No, it seems weird. It seems a little gremlin-y yeah. or monsterish or something. I I've I, been supporting our local bakery. That's yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, the, that's and the that's way the to way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um I experimented in kombucha brewing. Ooh, one year. Oh, I thought you meant like during well. this. No, not during this. I can't do it again because it a couple <laughs> good batches. This is really, I don't know why I'm telling this. The seal wasn't sealed properly. Oh, shit. And it got really hot. And Exploded? I won't get into, no, creatures. Oh, shit. It's, was, it looked like a, I, opened, I opened my cupboard or wherever we had it. This is I'm so sorry. Different. What do you it mean was, creatures? I'm talking about like maggots, like attacking the yeast thing. It was the grossest thing I've ever seen that's what, in my entire life. Wait, that's what kombucha? What is? No, no it's not. No, they no, got no, no, no. in. They got oh. in. So you put like a like a cheesecloth over the top and mine okay. wasn't attached correctly. And like like flies or like, it's really bad. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Oof. I take it back. I, I, no, I, that's okay. I, I, so, I mean, that scarred me enough to have any sort of like living thing that I need sure. to upkeep to eat. I don't I'll be it. honest. I've, I've, I've yet to have kombucha. And now I that I've heard this story, you, yeah. I will never have yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's maggot food. It's maggot food. <laughs> I mean, what isn't, babe? <laughs> yeah, right? babe. Yeah, babe. Let me you tell you, babe, babe. What is it? We're all maggot food. Hey, at some you point. get it, babe. Yeah, hey, you got it, babe. Let me tell you something. Hey, everybody out there is eating a bunch, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's like, whoa, your fridge. Hey, babe. Hey, my dead grandma's maggot food. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, okay. Uh, you know what I used to drink? I used to really like this GT's kombucha. They're kind of, it tastes good. They were kind of the industry standard for it, but they were, they were off on their sugar, how much sugar was in it and they had to relabel it. And then now it's like too much sugar for me, you know, I'll more of a, it's more of like a occasionally I used to drink it all the time because they had certain bottles that were labeled as having around four grams of sugar for the whole bottle, but now it's 12. Oh, oh, so it was, like it was four grams. It was four grams a serving, I guess. Uh, not even that. It not was, that. they were just were mislaid. They got in trouble for alcohol content too. Yeah. So they had to switch it. And so you could get two different kinds. You could get the black label kind or the, the, the black bottle kind, which is what I like with the little booze in there. Mm-hmm. Um, still, you know, still not enough to get you drunk or anything. 
but they also mislabeled on their sugar. And so they had a sh- higher sugar content. Huh. It's just like a little bit more of a, you know, I'm trying not to drink as much sugar, you know? Sure. It's yeah. Like, a little like additive or something. You don't need to, cause it's, it, it's got enough in, in it anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I, and so people still like it. I think it's still, they're still doing legit stuff. It, it was just, I think they maybe had somebody kind of examine how much mm. was in what they because there is some sugar, right? Like you said, in there to get it going. But it's not, yeah, but, that's what the it eats or whatever. Yeah, it's, what it's eats? Not, there's a, li- there's <laughs> a living what, living bacteria in there. Yeah, that eats. the fungus or whatever. Yeah, got it. And it you can the there's sugar. there's like slimies in there. Like you can feel them, like little jellyfish oh, yeah. going it's down like, your it's throat. It's off of like the scoby, and every time you brew a batch, it has a baby. Yeah. And so you can give the baby some, it's very weird. Wow. Nature's weird. I don't you know. sold on it, huge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so far, it. that sounds fantastic. Do you still drink it, Rye, every once in a while then? I, no? I do every once in a while, but like I said, because it's got the sugar, I, I used to drink it like every day, and I just don't But maybe not that brand, but like another one. Yeah, I'll look more. around. All of them have a, a, a little bit. That was oh. kind of why I picked that one, because it seemed to have the less. Oh, I see. It seemed to have the least, because of, but I think it was maybe because they didn't know what was in there. Mm. But I do this other stuff now called Kavita that's kind of good. Oh, yeah, like, I've had that. Yeah, so a l- little less sugar, and it has some active cultures in there too. Same kind of idea. You get your, you get probiotics. your probiotics, which are apparently. My mom is a nurse, and she says, "Eat your yogurt and drink your kombucha right now," because apparently something with COVID attacks the gut, and having probiotics is like helpful in mm. preventing it. I don't know. Okay, I don't know if okay. anyone really knows, but healthy look at gut. You, that's Mr. what mom says. Look at you, Mister No Maggots, Eugene. <laughs> I am. Hey. Shit. I like them guts, baby. I'm I'm all about the yogurt game. Yogurt? I just I just yeah. I'm just not a What kind I, of yogurt are you doing? Just like a like Chobata. a uh, like a Greek Greek full fat Greek yogurt with mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. like unflavored or whatever. What what did we ever do before Greek yogurt? Um I think you just you went yo play, I guess, right? Yeah. Or gogurt. You just Which went yogurt. Half, it's like half sugar. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. trying to fucking rob a liquor store with a squirt gun, <laughs> yeah. man. So gross. I mean, we had you know we had access to this Greek yogurt. I mean, that's yeah. a, that's an automatic mm. weapon, mm. and and it, it tastes so much better than just like 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 thick milk, <laughs> thick sweet milk. Yeah, yeah. The, that's what yogurt was. Yo play. Yeah, yo play yeah. was just thick sweet milk, right? Yeah. Yeah, I used to I used to be wild about those bottles when I was little, though. Remember how they? Yeah, they were cute little, like the Danables drinkables. Oh right, well, that had yeah. a little foil top on uh-huh, it. Uh-huh, like the, uh-huh, yeah, I like the yo plate. Yeah, the Danables drinkables. I like the yo plate with the foil on the top. Oh yeah, and they kind of were like a. They looked like a little. Um, I don't know, like a little country, like a Dutch country. Yeah, farm. yeah, sure, yeah. You remember Gogurt? Gogurt, yeah. right? Yeah, that was in the tubes. Yep, the tubes. So my, my kid likes a version of that. We get him like, we won't get him Gogurt, but we'll get him like the little healthy, you know, horseshit one of us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, ugh. But he'll, I remember he'll, when, when yogurt used to also have like fruit at the bottom that you'd stir in. That was I think called. it still does. Yeah. yeah. Does. Nobody's buying it, but it's still Nobody's good. buying it. Nobody's yeah. buying that those blueberries are good. They have some cute little packs at Trader Joe's where half of it is the Greek yogurt and then the other half and you fold it over and oh, it's like, right. it's like a little topic, like granola. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. 
So we got to be respectful of Angela's time here. Uh, she's got a hard out and I'm watching the clock in about, about 15 minutes. Oh, I yeah. have to go teach a virtual piano lesson, which is oh, my life cool. now. <laughs> so that's, yeah, managing that. That's tough. You just gotta- like screaming into the phone, like, no, move your hand. Move your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever, so, it, whatever it takes, kids yeah. got to still learn piano even yeah. during the, even during self-isolation. Yeah. Glorified babysitting, which is fine. <laughs> do the fine. kids, do the kids follow instruction or do they like, do they smart off a little it's bit? It's so because- easy to just kind of gauge, like be, you know, not pay attention. Right. Yeah. There's like two camps. There's the camp where the parents are really intense and will stand there and kind of make sure like I can hear them behind the camera the whole time, sort of like watching and trying to keep them in line. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other camp that's like, oh, thank God they're out of my hair. And then I get tours of the house. I get to see their dog. (laughs) And and it feels like babysitting. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever you need right now. I get it. (laughs) I can't imagine being a parent during this time. You're both parents. Yeah. 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 It sucks. It's fucking (laughs) bananas. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We're looking into adoption for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sending him out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sending him out. We can make some family really happy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, little little gift. What's just kind of absolutely crazy is just like the idea that everything has to be virtual now and just having like even you know, trying to teach a class over it must be bizarre. I mean, I remember when I took piano classes as a kid, it was hard for me to pay attention when, you know, the teacher sitting next to you or pushing your fingers down. And I'm like, please, no way. No, it's very, it's, I have to say it's quite exhausting. Sure. I bet. <laughs> but you know, we're making it work. Everyone's kind of adjusting to this online Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. I'm like, Oh, I I feel like I'm scheduling business meetings with these kids because they've got their like zoom like three to four times a day for their school. And then they have their zoom with me and then they have their zoom dance class. Right. So I'm just, I'm just one on their roster of meetings they have to go to. You're just one of the online zoomers. Yeah, I know. So, so what is something that we can maybe leave people with? um, Oh yeah. That. Oh, and if uh, if you're watching this live on YouTube right now and you have a question uh, for Angela, uh, feel free to, uh, you know, ask it in the comments um, yeah. for the next 10 minutes now. Um, but yeah, right now we just have uh, Yuri's on and he says hello. So there you oh, go. Oh, hey, Yuri. Yeah. Uh, Talking about the sourdough stuff. Yeah. Um, but w- uh, what were you saying, Ryan? Oh yeah. So it's something that we can maybe leave some people with, um, uh, some resource, some tool, some yeah. tip or hack yeah. or whatever, if they're maybe feeling like they're having some, I don't know, uh, compulsive issues come up, um, during this time. I don't know. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think? I can offer a couple, Eugene can offer a couple, Angela can offer a couple. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I think like the big thing that I I keep reminding myself is like the body isn't a a project. It's a vessel that like survives and and we're like going through this global trauma right now. And so whatever shape you're taking up, whatever, whatever you're needing to do to survive it, that's, that's what you're, we're in survival mode. And so to maybe reframe your relationship with your body, just even temporarily as like, uh, what I'm doing right now is to get me through to the next point. Um, right. 
can kind of help. And there, you know, there are a ton of free, um, online support groups right now. I can, um, I can like post in the comments after or something, um, with some yeah, of what, those. what we can do is I can, I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> Angela and I are working on something later, else tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, but um, I can get some of those and I can put them in our Instagram, like for the, or in the show description for the comments. So we'll, we'll have some resources uh, for support groups for people. Yeah. Um, there's from Angela. And there's this great book called intuitive eating that kind of takes you through what that looks like and how to move toward that. And it could be just sort of a helpful, you know, go to if folks are feeling, are feeling a little bit more compulsive and a little bit more, um, unmoored in terms of their eating patterns. Um, there's also a book. If, if you, if you feel like you might be moving from disordered eating into eating disorder, there's like the classic OG book, eight keys of eating disorder recovery. That's a really great program. And, you know, I always say like, ask for help. Therapy's super cool. Now everybody's doing it. Um, everyone's doing telehealth. Like it's, it's, it's a great resource, but if you don't maybe have the financial means or the insurance, or there's just some sort of barrier to getting that for you, that that book is really, really helpful and can kind of address not only like the nutrition aspect, but also the emotional component that goes along with all of it. You, wait, you mentioned a thing like, um, from eating order, order, eating oh, disorder eating to yeah, eating disorder yeah. what is yes. it what? so like there's I, we kind of call the gray area disordered eating disordered where you're eating. sort of like yeah you feel a little out of control you feel like things are not looking the way you want it to look and then eating disorder is when some of that like diagnostic criteria come into play I see. where it becomes like a little bit more like serious for your physical health in, in addition to your emotional health yeah. i see yeah Wow. Yeah. I haven't heard that before. And I was like, Ooh, wow. <laughs> That's a neat way of putting it. Yeah. 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 Um, um, great. Yeah. So those are, those are some things I would say. And yeah, just, you know, there, there are a lot of community support avenues out there. There's this great organization that I work with called Project Heal, and they have recently moved all of their support groups online. So five days a week, um, they offer free online support groups um, at various times. So if you go on Project Heal's website, they've got a ton of great resources. And um, it's just, I think, completely normal to be feeling anxiety in this area right now. I, yeah. I feel like you'd be hard-pressed to find someone who doesn't feel anxious about it right now. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, happy. I, I mean, I'm not happy that that's true, but it's true that everybody I is feeling it. We're not crazy, right? It's yeah. hard. It's actually hard. I yeah. love when people are miserable with me. You love it. Exactly. You love it. Exactly. What is, uh, what is that where you like that? Munchausen by proxy? Yeah. Uh, Did you, you start co Corona, Eugene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poisoning yeah. us? <laughs> that's where you poison somebody you love so you can take care of them? Yeah, so you feel mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shit, dude. That's some fucking dark shit, man. I mean, dark. if you're struggling for, with an eating disorder, at least you don't have Munchausen. Yeah. That's I was saying, true. Yeah. <laughs> it at could least be worse. Be, it could be worse. You could have that shit where you got to yeah. poison your grandma so you feel good about yourself. <laughs> yeah. 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 Here's your soup. It's always like they're always the person's always in bed and they're bringing them soup and stuff yeah. and it's yeah. fucking poison in there. It's mm -hmm. like the more fucked up version of misery. 
Yes. Oh yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I was going to say uh, comes up a million times on the show. It has been recently, but uh, if you feel like you're spinning out of control a little bit, uh, make a schedule for yourself. So if you're unemployed, um, like so many people are, and so your day, your days are just kind of bleeding into each other. It's like the same thing Angela was talking about where you have, uh, you know, somebody that's, that's, it's their field to design an eating strategy or a program for you. You may have to do it yourself if you don't have access to somebody for a schedule. So even if it's just the, you know, wake up, make your bed, you know, just dumb shit, take a small walk, you know, have lunch, whatever this is, just write it up on, just having it on a schedule really helps. And you can like write it, you know, on a note card and post it up on your board. And chances are you'll roll your eyes. You're probably rolling your eyes while I'm suggesting it, but you'll probably do it. And you'll definitely be more inclined to do it that way if, than if you don't. Because if you have work, you're, you're, you're just naturally on a schedule. Like you have to wake up, you have to fit stuff in before you drive to work. And if you, if you completely eliminate that from yourself or your life, you, it's natural and normal to feel like you're spinning a little bit. And so you have to just create some artificial you know, ground underneath your feet or invent some gravity for yourself. Whatever kind of force thing, gravity or that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either down or up, either down or up. up. Yeah. Whatever it is. Even wind, even wind would work. Even some wind, but just, just try making it up for yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's that or nothing. So why not try it at least? And then just see how that goes. And I'll say it has been really helpful with my son and his school schedule. Um, So it's just not this glob of work that we're doing. We just kind of break it up a little bit. And then, so that's, that's been helpful to his mindset and my mindset. And then it helps, you know, eradicate some of the uncertainty that you're feeling maybe. So I don't know. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Eugene, um, you turn into a snake so you can see what you ate. So you can see what you <laughs> ate. Um, I mean, ignore your son to eliminate their power and eliminate power pieces of advice. to food and to your other people you're living with. <laughs> that's my advice. Um, I, you know, my, mine is, you know, loosely based on eating, but it's more about like how you feel as, um, feel during this. And I think that, um, like for focus and structure, um, try, especially since you don't know what day it is, try to go to bed the same time every night, try to wake up after, you know, try to get a full eight hours of sleep and then at eight hours, get out of bed. Like, don't just hang out there, even if you're going to like and like, don't just sit there and look at your phone at that time. Like, let the day start, get out of bed, do start the day and like give yourself that structure just because, you know, like it's so easy to just lay down at night and just look at your phone for three or four hours and then fall, try to fall asleep and then get up, look at your phone for three or four hours, try to get out of bed and it's just schedule it. Five hours it. and 27 minutes of Instagram scrolling. And your eyes are bleeding. You know, <laughs> you see something from the night before and, you know, like you want to see the update of it the next day or whatever. And then you're on your phone or, you know, unfortunately, you want to you want the news to tell you that it's all done, you know, I know. so that you look at it the first thing you, when you wake up and then you start looking at, you know, 
like, was Michael Jordan that horrible or whatever, <laughs> you know? And, and then you start looking at that or, you know, why so-and-so is, to, is, is, you know, trending. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more that you can just kind of get in that, you know, eight hours and let, let your bed and let sleep be like a peaceful thing and its own kind of structure is a good way to kind of um, allow yourself to then look forward to the day or, or live in the day that you're, you're in. I love it. Questions yeah. coming in, but we're running out of time. Oh, oh yeah. Robertson thoughts on cleanses. A lot of people are actually participating in what they've been doing. This mm-hmm. guy, Michael Marsh talked about I I F Y M. Yeah. In what, 14. It's been weird, but he feels healthier mind and body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I F Y M is, uh, if it fits in your, Macros. Yeah. If it fits my macros yeah. or your mm-hmm. macros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophie Lomier, uh, food has become so complicated, dude. I know this is unhealthy, but when I'm out and about knowing that people can see me, see me eat, it helps me limit and eat more healthy. But when I'm alone, it's binge city, baby. Yeah. I, to- I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. And this isn't going to last forever. You know, if your shape changes during this time, that's okay. Like it's a weird time, you know, it's okay. Like it's, it's okay to, to, to have your shape respond to your life. Um, your body will, will regulate. It wants to regulate. It wants to stay in its optimal zone, you know? So, so if we can practice like a little bit more trust and, and a little bit more compassion for not, you know, doing it the way that we think we should be doing, these are crazy circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, but the, what is the, the hardest thing to let go? Like even hearing you say, like, just having a little trust. It's like, what do you mean? Because Stanger and I are in the middle of like, you know, there's moments where like we're I mean, if I miss a day working out, it's like, what else am I doing? It's, it's so it's so yeah. hard to not beat yourself up yeah. because of it. And it's like, you know, it is yeah. such it's just a good thing to hear from. I mean, it's just good to hear from other human beings. in yeah, general. Yeah, also, yeah. You know, trust it. You are not your productivity. Right. It's like these these little mantras like like you don't have to come out of this better. You just have to come out of it. Yeah, that's it. You know, that's really good. That's great. It's it's like we're just 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 surviving the day right now can be okay. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I love it. We'll let you leave on that, Angela. Is yeah. there anything? So people should check out Binge to see yes. the Tri- amazing oh, the little Angela. Trigger, trigger warning a little bit there that that there's some behaviors yeah. shown, and also you'll see uh, Ryan masturbate. Okay. Yeah, you'll see it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Okay. I'm not going I mean, snake snake yeah, out, yeah. Eugene, yeah. but you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. get a sense. You get a sense. You it. get a sense. And we'll and the show is is like an honest take on it. And mm-hmm. it isn't it isn't all flowery and and oh, sunshine it's not and roses. An after People are special at all. <laughs> no. No. People no. are presented as real and it's it but it's it's funny and Angela's amazing amazing and funny as hell. And sure. and uh and so people should check that out and they could go to uh at binge the series on yeah, Instagram on and- Instagram. And, um, we're on YouTube. If you just 
put in binge the serials, it'll come up and yeah, you'll see Ryan. And we released our first episode of our, we're calling it how to lose weight in the apocalypse. as <laughs> like a little jab at all this <laughs> diet culture talk. Um, that, that first episode dropped on Friday and then we have two more coming over the next month or so. So great. Yeah. You great. know, we're just getting through it. Yeah. So people should follow An- A- Angela too. She's a great resource. Yeah. yeah. What's your, yeah, uh, what's some questions. of your handles and stuff? Yeah. There? Um, I'm just at Angela Gullner on Instagram and Twitter. I think I'm not good at Twitter. <laughs> um, and then at binge the series on both of those as well. And you can, and we've got tons of support videos. I lead a support live stream every Sunday at 10 a.m on HLG's YouTube channel, um, where I just answer, I, I just like talk to the camera like this, usually still in Great. bed. And, you know, you can ask questions and get support and connect with the community and, um, you know, know that you're not, you're not alone in all this. Oh, crap. awesome. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. This uh, is Thanks for being here, Angela. Yeah. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to get like loaded up with a bunch more questions over, <laughs> G, uh, over like um, you know email and and tweets and everything, so we're gonna have to have you back during this. Probably sure. that's helpful. So happy yeah. to, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, happy to happy to field some questions. Not a therapist, but sure. had an hey. eating disorder for a decade. So <laughs> you know. it's it's always good to talk to other people who yeah. you know experience life. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. Great. Well, awesome. stay healthy. Have right a good piano the- lesson. Oh. And- Don't let me do it. Oh, okay, I will. <laughs> Great. And Bye. I'll see you later, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see you later. See you soon. Yep. Bye, guys. Great. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, but yes, that was great. Um, um, so uh, if you're still watching. That was uh, good. It's the two of us here. It's me and Rye. Just um, there was one more question, Rye. There is uh, any noticeable changes from the celery juice? Have you been doing some celery juice? Uh, yeah, dude. I have. I do it every day. Yeah, <laughs> it's total. It's got to be total bullshit. As far as what this guy, the my source at the originator, what the guy, you know, when it went all crazy and the guy, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, whatever your whatever ails you, you have your arm amputated. Try drinking celery juice; it'll grow back. Now, how long uh, has the celery juice thing? Like now, it's just part of your lifestyle, so you're not even thinking about it, right? Yeah, dude. I just I juice it. I have like 32 ounces every day of just uh, straight celery juice. Nothing just else. Straight is celery juice. Just and water is it mixed dumb- with water? Nah, nah, it's nothing. It's just straight celery juice. Some fucking dummy said it was a thing, and then I started doing it, and then now I'm sure it's just for my own mind. Well, I do feel good on it, um, and it's really good for digestion. Like you feel, you know, completely uh, cleaned out. And how long has this been on this? Wise. How long have you been? Um, uh, got. What was probably it? for like a year? A year? I remember seeing that juicer at your house. It's a, you really you love it. You're going through it. Probably for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm losing you a little bit there, right? What? What's that? <laughs> I said I lost you a little bit there. You got your, me now. Um, yeah. I got you now. Um, uh, I've been doing it for like a year, like year, maybe like over a year. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, I knew like Sly Stallone was doing it. Sure. So I always joke about like, hey, salary, you know, has been around since who knows. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I don't know. So it's, I, I'm sure it's some dumb thing, but I, I like it. I do it. Um, I also do ginger and lemon. I'll mix right. like a little ginger lemon tonic. Um, and that shit's fucking intense, dude. That gin, that straight ginger pressed ginger will burn your fucking throat going down. We have a juicer. It's in a box. It hasn't been opened since we got Trish ordered a juicer, I think a little bit over a year ago, maybe around the same time where me and you were talking about it. And probably when you started, cause we probably were chatting about it. And um, I guess Trish also saw that there was something with juicers or there was a juicer on sale on like the today show or something that was like a really good juicer. Got it. By the time it got to our house, we were both mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, there it is. There's the juicer. And we put it in the garage hasn't left the garage. So I don't know if we need, if now's the time to pull out the juicer, but maybe it is. Get juice, get juice in, man. Try it. You'll like it. I like, I mean, I, but I see the thing is I like, like I take a protein shake just so I can get more protein from the day. Cause I just, you know, not enough in, in like, especially st- still focused on intermittent fasting, like, you know, getting, um, 25 more grams of protein or 50 grams more of protein from a protein shake is what I need in my day. And, but I would rather eat than drink anything. And like, that's the thing, like celery juice and all that's a juicing. I'm like, I'd rather just try to eat the vegetables. Like I'd, I'd gnaw on some celery, but maybe it's not the amount that you need, but I do both. I do both. Like I'll eat it. I, I eat lot, I eat most of my greens, but the celery I'll juice just cause I'm doing, you know, two whole stocks of it. So there's no way you could eat all that. Yeah. But, um, and, and it, I mean, you know, who knows, who knows celery has been around since who knows, hang but, on a uh, you do two stalks of celery every day or yeah, two bunches. A stock is one piece, but I do two bunches of it. Two, that's what I'm thinking is two bun like two. Yeah. Dude, my fucking refrigerator looks like a, uh, like a, when they feed gorillas, like when they show you like what gorillas eat, and there's like all this fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like Kona goes through an entire freezer full of this stuff every day. He eats over 2000 pounds of bamboo in one sitting. Like that's, that's what I'm like with this. Wow. Celery. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Nancy's just like, what the fuck is this shit, man? What, come on. But, um, Hey, look, man, I feel great. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, well, um, everybody who is watching on the YouTube, um, thank you for watching this part of the live episode. Uh, the full episode um, with a couple more questions answered from um, Instagram or uh, from the uh, from even the the, the chats, uh, the the live chat here or. Um, from the emails uh, will be on the podcast that will be out tomorrow. Um, so uh, yeah, um, download and rate and review the podcast when you when it comes out tomorrow. Please keep listening to that. Um, keep coming back every week when we do this live two thirty um, uh, part of the episode with a guest. And uh, we appreciate that you guys are here um, and and watching. You know. Um, it, it's really, 
cool to to have that. Yeah, thanks for being here for this experiment, guys. We're having fun doing the live stuff, and uh, we're gonna go do some more for the podcast now. So we'll we'll see you guys, or we'll you'll hear us over there. We won't yeah. see you or hear you. No, nope. we'll be there. So everybody knows that, you know, us guys, we still need to take care of our skin. You know, like sometimes we can be lazy, um, especially when we're at home, you know, this much. You don't want to take care of you, barely showering. But you know what? You need to take care of that skin. Yeah, guys straight up don't even know how to take care of their skin. They don't even think. They're like, what? I've got skin? Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's the biggest organ in your body, buddy, the epidermis. Yeah, bud. Come on, you bud. Got, you got to take care of it. You want it to look as good um, as possible for as long as possible. So you need to address some of the issues with your skin right now. Yeah. And for a lot of people, they're saying, look, I want to do it. Maybe I don't know where to start. I didn't even know I had an issue. Yeah. Well, uh, here's what's going to take the guesswork out of it for you. It's a little company called Lumen. Nice. Yeah. Now, Lumen is on a mission to give men an amazing skin they deserve through high quality expert created products delivered right to your door. Yeah. All their products are formulated specifically for men's skin and made target skin issues with maximum efficacy. Uh, They use top-notch ingredients like charcoal, green tea extract, and vitamin C. It's all stuff we talk about on the show. Yeah. Healthy inside, healthy outside. Why not? not? It's not just about looking good. It's about feeling good. So you need good skin health, especially when you get older, to prevent long-term damage. Right. So they sent us a bunch of stuff to try. It comes in this awesome case. You really feel like you're getting something because it's in this kind of crushed velvet case. Um, so I, I have combination skin. I answered some questions for them based on what uh, my needs were. I got the charcoal cleanser for them. I got their moisturizer. Uh, and you look good. I'm looking yeah. at you right now, Stanger, and you look fantastic. Bless up. Bless up. Bless <laughs> up, man. Hey, listen, I like their moisturizer. Uh, it's going on even. Gives me a nice glow. Gets rid of the dullness in my skin and uh, feels great. Yeah. And even if you have no idea where to begin, Lumen makes it so easy for you to find the right skin management system that is for you. All you have to do is choose the different skin concerns to address or just pick from a simple starter pack for free. Right on. Yeah. So what you got to do is you deserve to look and feel your best. And here's where you start. Go to lumenskin.com slash dumbbells to get a one month free trial of everything you need to start your skincare journey at home. One That's month a, free? One month, dudes. That's One great. month. That's yeah. obscene. That's lumenskin.com slash dumbbells to get your first month free. lumenskin.com slash dumbbells. Take care of that epidermis, y'all. Yo. Uh, so that was Angela uh, Goldner. Fantastic right. guest. She was, she had so many great things to say. Again, you can, um, there's links in our Instagram and in the description to, uh, you know, resources for you. Right. Some of the resources, um, resources that she talked about. And then, uh, yeah. and then obviously we'll link her, her social media, which is a good follow because she, right. she, she, she mentioned on the show, she does a weekly check-in uh, awesome. for people that so for support. Great. So people that have issues that have overcome yeah. them are still going through them. They all kind of check in there together and she interacts with them live in the comments, or, you know, or if you're a child and you need a piano lesson, 
Sure. Uh, I'm sure you can reach out. <laughs> right. um, I don't know if she's taking new students right now, but hey, I'm going to, I'm going to push it and say like, maybe she is. Yeah. Maybe you're a grown man like Bill Murray in Groundhog Day and you yeah. want to learn how to play piano, you know? Um, maybe so that's, uh, if, if you want to take a piano lesson, maybe DM her and enter the promo code dumbbells and see if anything happens. If you do that, um, I'm not promising you anything. Yeah, who, no. who knows? Who knows? She might just laugh at you or say no immediately, but sure. Who knows? Maybe most likely no response, but yeah. But, yeah. uh, yes. So, uh, her social media is all on, um, the description. Uh, if you want to reach us on social media, you can at the dumbbells across all pro- platforms. Um, if you want to watch a portion of the show live, you can do so on YouTube at 2.30 every Tuesday. Uh, it's going to be a live portion of the show that you'll see with us and a guest. Um, and if uh, you want to email us, you can do so at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the Dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Angela Golner, we'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty, Eat Clean, and live in between. That was a headgum podcast.